Hi, I'm Caroline Carey, and you know, I'm always inspired by other people's life stories. So I listen for the soul journey that is interwoven between each individual's experiences throughout their life. Join me to hear for yourself how each narrative becomes a transformative and inspiring message for us all. Enjoy the podcasts. I had a conversation with Attila Korbeli, who lives in Slovakia. He has a connection to the shamans of Siberia, part of his bloodline. And in this conversation, which we went quite deep with, I felt um, a real vibration and connection to him as he shared about his journey, his path, and some of the teachings of his lineage, which utterly fascinates me. And, and if you follow this podcast, you'll know that one of my particular interests is in shamanism and particularly the traditions of it. And if you'd like to see the actual visuals of the podcast of our conversation, where there were he shows some of his some of the attire that the shamans wear and the drums, beautiful drum he has there. And you join our membership platform, you'll be able to watch the conversation actually happening. So yeah, enjoy. Attila, um, amazing to be connecting with you. I've heard a lot about you through our friend Nicholas Breezewood, who uh, put me onto some of your films and your your teachings, which I've been fascinated with. Tell us a little bit about where you are in the world and what you're deeply rooted to and connected with. Thank you. I'm happy to see you. Uh, Right now I'm sitting on a reindeer fur. It's a sacred thing to speak the truth, uh, painted on the other side with a symbol of a fire mother who is protecting my words and lifting up like the flames. You are in general sitting on the flames of truth and reality, uh, natural reality I'm speaking about, not about any fantasy things. Uh, so I am sitting here in the Carpathian. It is uh, our land. Uh, I mean, when I say our, I, I am speaking about my my uh, family bloodline, the closer one. But my uh, <clears throat> my spiritual connection started through it. It's really DNA and and other cultural connections back to two thousand years to the Ganasans, who are the uh, northernmost tribe on the planet. Uh, in central Siberia, on the north, there is a peninsula called Taimir. Ta means reindeer. Mir, it means that the place of the hoofs, that means an ancient language, the country, because who has the right to live on the land? Who has their footprints? And it's a very interesting thing that uh, humanity has no right because they, we don't have footprints. We we put baton asphalt and other things, and uh, we are not barefoot. We don't have fur boots with the 
with a leather shawl. So it's very interesting how we being divided by our lifestyle uh, from our place when we speak about nation or country. It's very interesting that no, that there there is only nature and we created something in our mind and mind mind affected this uh, beautiful treasureful planet that we forgot the spiritual laws and everything is about this if we if we uh, can refresh that uh, we knew and how we lived as modern homo sapiens and other uh, species or subspecies uh, for hundreds of uh, hundreds of thousand years mm-hmm. as uh, nomadic hunter gatherers mm-hmm. they they were living in harmony with nature. Uh, uh, if we can refresh this knowledge that spirit world is not divided from the material world. So it's not that I'm going to spirit and now I am meditating and I am in spirit. No way. Uh, that's that's the main point to go back to these roots because this, this root is the deepest connection point to the mankind. Yeah. It's not animism in general. It's not shamanism. It's just being, being together. Mm, everything. I love, that. I love that, Attila. Yeah. So the word shamanism is used a lot in our cultures, and it's mm. it's often used with a misunderstanding about what it really is. But you're very passionate, I believe, in in helping to share knowledge about where it comes from, what it's about, uh, what its true roots are. Can you share a bit about that? What's happening to this shamanic word and world? Uh, It's a mistake that uh, we use some uh, local word globally as the act is different worldwide. What... uh, uh, spiritual healers, seers, and others uh, doing. And the shaman is, uh, uh, the word is from the uh, Tungus tribes. Tungus is a huge thing. So thousands of kilometers there are Tungus tribes in central Siberia. Uh, The last uh, remains from Manju, from the China and uh, Buryat. shamans who were called in the last century shaman but not the the, not in the new perspective they also have natural roots that is uh, not uh, in contact with any religion so the deep roots of shaman that uh, has a different means uh, when they told someone is a shaman uh, it it was div- divided into two things. The, the, there were home shamans who were mostly the family leaders and they did uh, uh, small, uh, smooth acts for the family, for the well-being of the family. But for the strong rights, there was the master shaman who was the, he had a different name. I I don't want to let suffer anyone to tell these names, but they they did the hard job and the lower word uh, trips uh, to other words. Uh, In general, 
in general in Siberia, in Siberia, uh, as I saw, the shaman, uh, some small tribes in these zones in central Siberia, uh, it meant that the person who is doing three circles, making three circles with, with an incense about the fire, that is a shaman. But uh, it, it, it doesn't mean if someone is doing this, uh, it will be a shaman, but the shamans did this. The other thing, the person who can leave his body behind or her body behind and uh, doing acts in the spiritual world uh, as uh, become visible to the spirits, it's, 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 a, it's a crucial point if I have visions or the spirits can see me. So it's a very strong uh, 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 shadow soul energy. If someone has it, they will be visible in the middle world, in the, in the lower worlds, for example, or the higher worlds. Uh, so this uh, traveling through the, through the uh, layers, it doesn't mean someone is a shaman because uh, they collected some experience. It depends on if your body build up on a visible way on the other side and making some deal or or uh, uh, handling some some problem or discuss about problems and collecting knowledge how to resolve anything and coming back to the physical body that is suffering without this soul so it looks like in uh, epileptic uh, trance uh, uh, then the change is happening in the material world after these act series. Uh, so, so that is the shaman who is uh, acting on this way. And uh, this is uh, natural and uh, mankind connected. It's connected to our, our system that we have spirit, we have souls and body. It is not connected to mind. In this case, really not connected to the mind generated and pulled ideologies, religions, and other things. So not connected to meditation, to mantra, to, to uh, cross Christ, and any other local cultures. But of course, because of the... the empires affected uh, different lands and they they grown uh, they had to set up new ideology on the land and they affected shamanism to the ideas that they have to suffer with cultural and religious uh, spirits to make a deal that's why uh, when we see an altar that there, someone is saying that, oh, he's a great shaman and he has Buddha and Christ and Lenin and other things on, on the board, you know, <laughs> everyone is on the board, welcome on the board. It was to, in general, for the nature tribes, it was to give them food to let us in peace. That's why they put uh, Santa Maria to the altar, not to honor her, just to feed to give me peace. I give you food, you use this energy and not my family. Buddha, I give you food and oil 
and don't make me suffer with the dozens of demons of that religion type, for example, or with other forms and uh, acts that is not from my land, because I cannot disturb the spirits of this land with your spirits. That's why in this world it's a spiritual confusion, and I'm saying that neo-spiritualism and neo-shamanism is, is like... Uh, uh, causing much more uh, problem to this sphere right now as uh, our acts to hurt the land physically because of we are calling and uh, disturbing the spirits of the local spheres. Mm -hmm. That's why it, it has a danger to travel all over the world. Yes, of course, everything is familiar to me that is partially rooted to ancient knowledge. So I know because I was traveler for more than 20 years, I was National Geographic photographer. So from the equator to the Arctic, I had publications and I felt familiar all nature tribes, but that, that is not my uh, land, but my species, my spirit as human. So, uh, yeah, it's when 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 I move from the city to to any beautiful natural environment where the the reality connected to people deeply, I will feel oh, this is mine, Aztec, Maya, uh, India, uh, anything. It's mine. Why? Because it is much more uh, rational as uh, it is connected to nature in daily to death and and. Uh, and uh, how to survive and uh, communication with the spirits are much more clear and easy because they are much uh, more uh, more close. They, they are living their life much more close to the nature. But our order is not that uh, way to, to live with passion to the spirit, but by wisdom. And the wisdom in, uh, in the ancient cultures, uh, for example, my tribe, Ganasans, they always knew that if you want to want to live your life, <laughs> you have to make a deal with the spirits of your land on an ancient way. So I have uh, a northern master and and uh, more and 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 I had a master in Tuba, and my Tuba master was so happy because I am Han bloodline and they are really strongly and uh, he started to to get visions he's blind and fire shaman mm -hmm. so uh, i have blind two blind teachers and one who is not blind mm -hmm. wow. and and he started to to see visions and get messages that he has to teach me and he told me that uh, you could you cannot break break through to find yourself if you are not finding the ancient geo uh, spirits of geography right. without, without any imagination that mankind built up like Scythian, Hun culture, cultures and uh, Tengrism or any. No, th these are words and ideas. And there is the reality. There is a tree I give gift to a tree. Here is a huge pine tree in front of our home we honor. There are three birch trees, a sacred one because uh, uh, three trunks from one root. Uh, we are doing some ceremonies there. Uh, or in the forest, the hill, we are giving gifts to the water 
and uh, 70% about is just um, something. So the, most of the time, nature tribes paid the price or gave gifts to nature for food, for water, for good weather, for well-being. So most of the ceremonies was not about what I want, I want to I want to get healed or anything. It was much more about gifting nature, gifting the wind with some fur uh, hanging on a tree or some small brass uh, sounds just as a necklace put on the arm, the branch of the tree and, uh, and uh, put some small uh, uh, godlike stones from meteorite or from a very high value of uh, 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 metal stones that they gave some dress and put it into into a rock or or yeah. somewhere so they they gave gifts they gave back and uh, in this case uh, the christmas tree revealed Okay. I can speak about this a lot as uh, the, the, the shamanic tree has two perspectives. The first shamanic tree, it's vertical. So when we are walking out the street on the squares, we can see here, for example, in Middle Europe, a lot of Christ's crucifixion. It means suffer. And on the other side, it's very shamanic as someone has to uh, uh, go down, then climb up to the tree or something. So it's very parallel with the shamanic word. But uh, we see someone is uh, suffering with the spikes in the skin and bleeding and dying. But in a, in a shamanic uh, uh, settlement in uh, the taiga, there was the shamanic tree. That is a blessing yes. that... Uh, after the successful uh, penetrations to the lower world, the shaman was climbing up on a very wide birch tree trunk being cut uh, 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 steps that he can go up yeah. uh, to the higher worlds. So they were like arrows or something, shootings to uh, pointing to the sky, to the hope. Yeah. How different images uh, when you yeah. step out yeah yeah from the tent you you are watching the hope and promise of life and the the uh, collective uh, uh, care then you are watching someone is suffering and watching down to the ground so it's uh, it's uh, it has a lot of messages in the background so yeah. the the first side of the shamanic tree is not connected to the the christmas tree we are using now yeah. but the second type was uh, really horizontal it means on the never-ending taiga, if there is a tree that, it, that has a different shape, for example, three or seven trunks from one root, this tree was very visible from long distances. Uh, and when they were traveling, uh, as, as the, the flow of nature and the, and the conditions gave, they prepared some food for themselves for their trip. And if they had too much food because the weather was much better, they, they were faster or something, they put what they didn't need for the last of the trip to the tree because maybe someone will stuck and they will need food 
tobacco, uh, anything. So they put small pouches on these trees full year. These were shamanic trees. It means the tree of taking care on everyone. If I have more, I share it. And I did. I don't know if a raven will take it, even a bear. I don't care. They were dried fish, tobacco, or tea, or something. So the trees were decorated also, as these trees were the shops, and they loved it, and they decorated it. So uh, this this um, this is the place of the offering and sharing. I, I really love this stuff about the Christmas tree. You know, we're coming up to Christmas now and it's like we're everybody's going to start putting their trees out and, you know, getting to know what the shamanic significance of that is, is um, it's powerful. Yeah. And the gifts that we put around the tree, we, there's a whole other, other meaning to it, isn't there? So the other perspective is what I put on the tree when, when we sow uh, when 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 we imagine a Christmas tree, sometimes we are we can see angels on the Christmas tree, little figures. Yeah, uh, this origin is from the Romain uh, legionaries who were traveling to the Balkan two thousand years back, and they saw uh, kids hanged by the neck. The on Christmas tree and rottening because they offered for the gods in winter. They killed their children uh, again, uh, to avoid in the next year that a uh, lot of little newborn kid death. So they gave offer for death to avoid uh, this uh, child dead ratio and uh, when they shared it with their wives in Rome, these soldiers, their wife, their wives, uh, and their their society was suffering from these visions. Uh, really traumatized them. It was it was in the area of Albania now, where they did this uh, paganic, not paganic because there is no paganism only from the Christian Googles, but. Uh, but it it was uh, it was a very bad uh, thing to offer uh, little children. Yeah. So as they affected with this image, their wives started to make these figurines as the spirits of these little kids who being offered. Mm. It was like a, a depression and uh, the memory of these little kids to rest in peace and it it, 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 so we really have to know uh, if we use this little idol with wings means the soul there is no body anymore it's uh, past yeah so that's why we have to be conscious about how we use the messages of the spirit world in our present life mm -hmm. uh, if we know this for example uh, if i lose someone of course i can put as a memory to the heart of the room next to the fire to a christmas tree he's uh, i mean koika it's the ganasan name of idol but the koika is different than a normal idol you can see two of them. The drum beater itself is a koika, and here is a shaman. 
Tell us more about that, Achela. Tell us about your drums and your beaters. Ah, thank you. Uh, uh, for the Ganasan uh, uh, initiation, I had to 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 stay with my visions and dreams and investigate all my life. So finally, through my travels and uh, and the engagement with my visions, that if I see something, I am walking that path. It was really hard in this modern lifestyle, but I never gave up. And uh, I find who initiated me, the person in Taimir died when he came to me. And uh, I know him, his family is supporting me. He was a great shaman. And when he passed, he came to me in a dream when I was seven. So it was uh, like a thunderstorm or something on me when they show me his face on a photo and when you see the person who you are searching for all your life which continent is he from because in 1980 you didn't know nothing about shamanism but i saw the person and which tribe there are thousands and finally uh, after approximately 40 years or less uh, i got the photo who i met when i was seven and how it can be true so you uh, then my path uh, speeded up a bit and uh, he started to teach me in person so when I had a question to the family they told ask him you are in a good relationship with him right now ask him sometimes they told me when I stuck with something that he sent us message that he wants to teach you today so start incense clean yourself clean your home because he will would take a visit at you and I was working on my computer and his face was coming out from the wall in front of me I will teach you to stop your acts now uh, I was in shock then then I started to do as he gave me in in dream he came and he opened up his uh, ancient shamanic drum to me that I had to make as he ordered uh, long weeks earlier but I didn't know how to make it physically because it's connected to taboos and initiations. Then he gave me these initiations and I made a drum. Then it became extremely popular in my tribe and in, in Russia on the internet that someone made something that a hundred years old, a uh, hundred years back we never seen. So only museums and some photos uh, uh, he is the drum here, my side. I prepared. It's a iron meteorite forged drum handle. The wow. wings of the bird a bit visible here, wow. and uh, the tail. So, so uh, uh, the falcon legs are kicking the monsters, and the drum has uh, has a lot of rings inside. Reindeer and uh, there is the the strips inside the aurora borealis uh, as the lower part of the higher words and the gods are sitting on the top of the higher words actually so, this is a fascinating drum i've never seen a drum like it you know yeah it's a, a ganasan drum and I, yeah. I i made this drum they don't have this type of drums because it's very hard to get the large wood 
yeah. the right one and to bend it. Yeah. So, so let me just say for those who are listening to this, I'm going to make sure that we've got this imagery on, on a YouTube video somewhere so that people can actually see it because I think it's fascinating. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the podcast, we won't get to see that, but there will be a link so we can um, explore this further if, if people are interested. Tell me about the other drums. The, the other drums about uh, mostly Ganasan drums has oval shape or rounded, but the drum, the, the, the history of the drums originated their frame was mammut rib. As the rib has a shape like this, mm. when you turn together to, it will be like a heart or a reindeer head. That's why uh, the ancient form is this. The reindeer head drum came from the mammut bone ribs. I see. The small baby mammut. They, they used. It's a new drum. It's uh, also beautiful, large wood. I cannot take a turn as it's not mine. It's, uh, it's uh, for another person and the inside is uh, very sacred if it's yeah. done and it's done. But I removed some uh, important spirits from my drum. In this case, I can show it. But mm -hmm. some of the spirits are missing. It's an old uh, uh, trick from shamanism that uh, they shared with anthropologists, the, the real shamans, their ceremonies and rites with uh, missing things on the, from the dress. For example, they removed one plate from the arm or some uh, 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 pearls are missing from the glove. In this case, they are visible because not full or some more reindeer uh, is missing from the neck and uh, some ribbons missing from the from the headdress so, so again this again this is a you're showing us the image of a well this is well, tell us about this piece of clothing who, who are we looking at here okay i finished the drums uh, <laughs> first sorry okay, uh, okay. Uh, there's a the, lot more to share so, yeah 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 the, the drums made by uh, by uh, uh, bending the large wood and I never make a drum to sell for sale I am making a drum to a person so the wood is not starting to be banded before I know who I make it for because uh, 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 they have a strong connection to the spirit of the person and to the ancestors they know much better the things than we know yeah. So the, the spirit of the wood and the reindeer, whose skin will be revived on this new uh, skeleton that we are bending for him, uh, they knew much better with the person's ancestors why the drum was made and what is the purpose of the drum. And many times when I am or my wife is uh, sewing the drum, there is a an intention, a spirit is coming to us. I know a lot of Ganasan shamans from my tribe. Sometimes uh, uh, it is visible which shaman is coming to me, stepping to me and giving me songs as I am punching the holes or, or sewing the drum. In this case, I know which abilities will be added to the person's spirit. For example, healing, the prediction, 
uh, seer or or any dream uh, traveling or something. So it's it's very interesting if I know Nobopti, the shaman lady is coming to me, or Dulcim the last shaman, or he already came for one drum in the last days. It was wonderful. And I know them. I know their story, their initiation, sometimes their dreams and, uh, and uh, helpers and their function and uh, ceremonies, their main point, what, what did they do when they, they were shamans in this Gamtusuo tribe. Gamtusuo is that tribe who is the shamanic tribe of the Ganasans. So Ganasan people were living in uh, about 10 families roaming the tundra on a huge, huge area. It's a very big one. And uh, it's like two or three times bigger than Britain. And uh, only 700 people or 500 people were living there. So they didn't disturb the natural life. But back to the drums. Uh, these shamans also had different drum shapes sometimes. Uh, some of them had rounded a bit, oval, or this reindeer head shape. So I am making these three types of drums. Then I got the vision how to how, how can I do it? And I got the permission from my tribe and they are very happy uh, mm-hmm. if they will be not forsaken. So I'm like a speaker to the West, speaker to the to the city spirits, <laughs> as they call. Uh, 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 to transfer something and if someone can revive through the knowledge of this Palawarhaik shamanic uh, uh, roots, if someone is ready to not to search for culture and rites and ceremonies, but uh, him or herself in this universe, it's a very great point to meet. And the drums are great helpers. For example, a lady came to me and she ordered a drum that she told she doesn't know why, but the drum is pulling her. I, I, I knew always that big changes were coming and she's treating uh, epilepsy with 100% success with that drum. But she didn't have uh, that healing abilities or she, 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 maybe she has no shamanic spirit with her, but the drum is doing its job. And it's very important that uh, we we have something back that is real and uh, we don't have to speak about this. It's just uh, flow of life and part of us. The other other thing about the drums, the drum beaters, it's a very common uh, middle Siberian birch. I cut the birch in Siberia and uh, reindeer fur, it's a very simple shape. But the Ganasan drum beaters has a different uh, form. They are koika themselves as idols, as an ancient father with a, with a word tree. The word tree is uh, brass under the fur, uh, forged uh, on the shape that is uh, uh, carved into the wood. It's, uh, it's basically a, a birch wood and a mammoth ivory tusk. Uh, carved and and fixed on the top, and uh, here are the the alarm system, the hand uh, rounded uh, uh, rings for the four directions and the three layers in at the four directions. So twenty of them fixed under the fur with the reindeer tendon. I, I am making them, 
and they are coicot themselves and we are using them as a, for prediction also they are speaking the truth very strongly there are different uh, two ways how we can predict with the drum beater mm-hmm. in general the drum beater ganasans call keta and the keta it means that uh, tongue as the tongue of the reindeer that's why the the pure shape is like this it's a birch like and, all, all, and 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 i have no permission to to make this curvy shape the wood has to grow like this wow so always the birch wood was like this here the birch wood was like this like wavy a bit and uh, that's why there is no strict rule how it has to be ang- angled mm-hmm. and here is another carving uh uh, with the water goddess to the, the healing one from mammoth ivory. So I'm carving them on an ancient way and cover it with the face of the reindeer to, to let it speak through the drum. So here is the reindeer head with the eyes. Beautiful. And uh, uh, the reindeer head has the strongest fur on the surface, very soft. And the most expensive part of the reindeer as they are making the shoe tops on the north, not to yeah. let freeze the feet. Yeah. So the Sami, Samoyedic, and Siberian tribes in the taiga and tundra, they, this is the most treasureful part of the reindeer. That's uh, uh, why it's really hard to, to get it from the north, really. And uh, that's how we will cover this uh, beautiful drum beater. So, so this will be the end shape and it's beautiful with the head. Again, we'll show this on a video elsewhere so people can see it. It's, it's so beautiful and uh, so traditional. I mean, we, we just, we have so many different ways now of making drums and beaters and um, yeah, shamanic objects that it's, it's lost touch a little bit, hasn't it? Or a lot with yes. its origins. And, and back to the back to the drums. The last point is uh, 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 the drums has different uh, decoration. We can say, but uh, the drums uh, for Ganasans there are three types of drums uh, for the lower words, for the higher words, and for women and soul uh, problems to resolve. So uh, that's why they had mostly three shamanic dresses. Some of them used only one. Uh, it's a lower word dress. Uh, I painted it so it was pure deer skin and I had to reconstruct the, those minerals and oils that I have to mix to create uh, the original color because the spirit word has colors and they, they know the reasons uh which dress is for which way to enter the gate and we uh, th- there were another problem to me as uh, our uh, our uh, temperature and moisture is different than the very dry tundra and taiga so i had problems how to resolve this difference and I got from Western Siberia, from a tribe, a good receipt to handle our skins and furs and, uh, no, skins, sorry, and leather. 
So that's why we reconstructed the ancient uh, type of uh, wax that we are refining at home, all the parts. It's, it's uh, deer, uh, tallow, and, uh, and uh, cedar extract. But I have to, uh, and the uh, honey uh, uh, beeswax, we are refining it at home. Nice. Uh, so it's it's for uh, for a leather treatment, but also as it contains a lot of healing uh, ingredients. Uh, two days ago, I burned my finger there. That you know these bubbles come up, and it was very painful. So <laughs> we always treat with this the frost and the burning, or if there is any cut on the skin, it is healing extremely quickly because of uh, high amount of healing ingredients. It's not expensive, it's not an advertisement, but it's very in interesting that the recipe is uh, uh, so pure and it's working total. So mm. when I was in Norway, we used on the lips. Mm. So it's just some ancient wisdom, but... Nice. Uh, as I told you before, it's like koika, and uh, what is you were asking me about? What is the difference between idol and koika? Uh, here is a shamanic helper uh, idol uh, to the two words. Nice. With uh, some. Uh, this is a this is the bone from a spine, isn't it? Yeah, this is this is this is this is a spine. I got the drum and the beater from a friend who is making tiny drums. So I, I uh, it's very important to, for example, if you have a dress, not to not to give it to someone who will make it for you, but your family. And uh, the more friends are, the better dress because of the spirit and family members. So if you have any spiritual object that, for example, your parents or relatives or sons, girls, uh, someone, uncle can add something and it's ewing any gift to the dress. It will mm -hmm. strengthen the connection to the ancestors that uh, you, it's, it, it is, your protection is growing through yeah. this. Yeah. So about the koikas, the material, the material is also sacred. That is the difference between idol and the, the Ganasan named koika. That the the mater materials basically are from a sacred animal or uh, from a sacred hill, the stones, or a sacred wood is dropping any branch to you. You can carve uh, it with the great help of this spirit, a very protected thing that will connect you to the spirit world in a safe way. <laughs> so you have the permission to the motorway. Wow. That's how the koiko is working. Tell us about this um, amazing, this this cost. I don't want to call it a costume because it doesn't feel like a. Costume. Yeah, we call we call in English regalia. Regalia. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it doesn't feel like the, regalia. It, this feels yeah. like you know. It, I I actually feel like there's somebody sitting there next to you, um, who is very important. Yes, when someone arrived to the to the it's our sacred room and when someone's stepping in they say oh and some of them going down to four legs you know to the ground and bow the head because they feel the strength of the of the spirits behind uh, the grandpa it's a ganasan dress with, with uh, extremely beautiful details and 
for example, the, on the food, you can see the reindeer god and the, wow. another hoof the wow. metal and the shawl. It's a reindeer fur. It's it's like a tube to the to the uh, belt level. So you pull up a full pipe to your feet, as in the tundra, it was very simple to uh, keep it heat with grass. They pushed grass into this tube, and there is no top of the shoe, but uh, like mammoth leg, as they were uh, uh, prehistoric hunters, they had uh, the idea from the mammoth, as when the mammoth is uh, roaming the tundra, he is not collecting snow on the top of the feet of the fingers because he has this type of trunk uh, foot. That's why they started to make these types of shoes uh, after the glacier. So and here you can see the wings of the bird uh, and uh, these, uh, these uh, strips uh, are just brushing the shadow soul. That's why the shamanic dress has a lot of wings to brush your contrast, not to being cached by evil or spirits of sickness. So uh, is, is this very traditional for a, a shaman to wear? It's, no, it's, to, it's total my tribal dress, yeah. It's your tribal dress. It's clearly okay. very detailed. With the, Very detailed. Uh, the amount of forges, like Swan is, uh, uh, it's not visible from that distance, no. but the dress is resting here and I don't want to disturb. Uh, uh, and is uh, there a headdress? Is there a head? Yeah, the, the head, head, headdress is uh, made by copper and iron meteorite with a polar bear and uh, iron meteorite uh, forged, hand forged. I did it. Uh, loon and uh, reindeer antler also on the front to crush the eyes yeah. and uh, and the spirits and the sons and but there are a lot of hidden things uh, under this layer as is double layered fish and sun and moon also as protection and the reindeer ears is typical from my tribe and the stones against the deadly and non-deadly sickness spirits and the ears here and the sure. bells on the in the end mm -hmm. so uh, when would it, you wear this when, when, when would you wear you wouldn't wear this every day would you this is not something you'd wear as a rule it was for ceremonies and, and I, I am using two it's a higher word headdress and for predictions, but uh, I have a lower word headdress if I have headache. I, I wear it and I am teaching on that mostly because yeah. when you are connected with people who are uh, strongly grounded or if I have a, an advice or, or anything through the telephone or something, I am wearing headdress to, right. to hide myself from the, those spirits. But normally, I'm not using headdress uh, uh, for ceremonies. I'm using this headdress, of course. If there is any uh, sun celebration or uh, saying bye to the sisters of the dusk, the last sun rays, I mean, then, then I am wearing it, of course. 
and uh, when there is any strong uh, uh, trip to for soul system to to do something with the yeah. souls uh, of the flow because I need a higher blessing all over so my Tell us more about the soul because this is one of my favorite subjects. Tell us how you view the soul and how you work with it. Uh, for, about about the soul, we have a word psyche, mm -hmm. and uh, the psyche in itself, from the modern view uh, viewpoint, it's uh, in the Siberian viewpoint when they know that someone is a psychologist, he is working with the outer lay out, out, outer layer uh, of the soul only. It's just the surface. They call it great soul or or uh, anything like this. It mm -hmm. means that uh, this soul has uh, has a function as uh, as uh, collecting all the souls. So this is the characteristic soul of us. But it contains a lot of uh, braids under the surface. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, braids. And these uh, the soul in Siberia is like a wire that is transferring energy. But some souls has special uh, uh, energy transfer uh, mission. In this case, they have a shape like a bird or a bear or anything else. Uh, or they like flow like water or like a sun ray. It depends on which soul uh, uh, cord we are talking about. Uh, through shamanic visions, this is the nature, the energy nature of the soul that we can see. But in personal view, we can see the soul, of course, as a bird or bear or wolf or anything. I don't want to talk about this too long because some of uh, these details are taboo, but in general, we our souls like a braid connecting together. When the baby arrives to the womb, uh, one soul arrives and another and another, and when finally when the baby is out from the womb, there are several souls, uh, five of them minimum, and then. Uh, uh, at the process of the giving birth, the moon is giving the shadow soul. That's why there will be a shadow of the baby from the first second. Uh, and this shadow soul is giving the ability to, to uh, not to travel in mind. Uh, it's not the traveling soul. It's the soul that is visible in the spirit world. And it's very connected to the body. When it is leaving the body, there, there is a big problem. Uh, there will be some uh, uh, strong effects on the body, like white uh, shamanic trance. And then the person gets the last soul, the incarnation soul. Uh, the incarnation After the incarnation soul, the characteristic soul will braid it together, these small uh, cords. And that will be our character that is containing our incarnation soul that is a gift from an ancestor so that soul was also as an incarnation soul in one of our ancestor and other and other that's why we feel sometimes in different places different ages ourselves very homey it's so friendly i know about this age i know about this area why because it was uh, living a full life 
with your ancestor and uh, this is a this is a, a soul of teaching and uh, challenges sometimes so a lot of things coded into this incarnation so so when a siberian person is talking about uh, reincarnation it's not that naive view as it is uh, very popular right now that oh i will reborn you you will not but part of you will visit take a visit in another body right and in another soul so it's it's really not that egoistic thing that i will get new body you can't you can't you you will mm. you will just uh, uh, partially disappear the spirit is going back to the sun to the creation the shadow soul is uh, being cut, so it will fall down to the lower verse, to the ancestors' uh, village. Mm -hmm. So, and it's just a time uh, when it will also disappear. The shadow uh, soul depends on its mission. So, it's a wonderful trail how to how how we live, how the sun and moon cut our uh, braids, mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, and uh, it's possible to blame them, these goddesses. If someone is cutting the braid of your beloved one, it, it was normal to say that, why do you did this? <laughs> but, but in general, it's very important how to say bye if we, we, we have to release someone from our life. And this uh, modern... Uh, structure is speaking a lot about release, just release, just let it go. It's really not simple because it is connected deeply to nat nature uh, objects and also connected to ceremonies. If we know the flow, why they did it, then we can release because mm -hmm. it has three steps. The first step is to create its grave it means we collect the person's tent poles and uh, put around the person, uh, around the body. Then we can see a small pyramid from long distances in the tundra that we know someone passed. And we cannot get close to that area because the soul suckers wants to use us as, uh, as uh, batteries uh, as we can uh, observe, uh, uh, dissolve the energy from the from the dense energy from the materia to the spirit world, this is a rare energy. So we can uh, 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 deliver the energy, the high uh, dense energy to the spirit world. That's why we are like uh, pipes that they can use the spirits to suck up the syrup or the Coca-Cola from this world to their world. We are pipes. If I let anything run through me to a wrong direction, I will lose my energy. I'm eating my food, I'm drinking, but through my brain and through my suffer, I can lose energy. And in the end, uh, in the end of thinking on bad thoughts, I will be just exhausted. How is it possible that I've been exhausted and lost this material energy because I transferred it to somewhere? So that's how the soul system is very necessary to being uh, uh, to taking care 
and uh, that is one of my specialty to restabilizing this uh, sphere in us. Our spirit is like a core, also like a bird, and uh, it's like a transformator uh, center that is working with too much energy, bringing too much energy to this body. So that's why the the soul cords has a, a, a different uh, diameter to transfer this into our energy body to to transfer the energy. Uh, that's why our spirit is truly uh, able to heal us because it has the huge energy and power to right. recover our flow. And what about the likes of, of, of mental unwellness, uh, you know, the difficulties that we might experience um, in, in that respect? What's happening then with the soul and the spirit world? It's like a road sign, the body as it's a pipeline, yeah. if, uh, if there is a wire and too much energy is flowing on the wrong way or good way, it will be, uh, be it, it, it will be heated and uh, the color will change to brown or ripping to parts because of the high temperature, it's a sign. We call it old sickness. No, it, it, maybe it's not a sickness. There is something behind. Something yeah. is overheated or cold. That's why it is breaking. So this is the same uh, image of uh, uh, soul uh, healing or recall that uh, when we see someone has a problem with something, we see the blueprint of the souls that, mm. okay, this sign is connected to that soul. So maybe we have to investigate what happened that soul is for that purpose and these purposes has the background it's everything is good uh, in in your life or or not so it's uh, nice to start to investigate first and uh, if it's necessary to use the possibilities of uh, and the help of the spirits to to ask for what kind of ceremony we need to have to recover the person mm -hmm. but it's uh, uh, it's very interesting in my experience uh, sometimes a good good uh, um, I forgot the name uh, a good uh, receipt is enough what to eat when right. to wake up when to watch the sun because your biological system can uh, uh, is is uh, recovering very simply uh, with nature, and uh, there was a very very sick person. I thought that it, there is a soul problem in the background that is not simple to handle because it, these are dangerous trips to go down to the lower worlds of the sickness and and that and and uh, I got the message in a dream that uh, she need only to change her. Uh, uh, feeding concepts, you know, to right. what, what to eat, when, how to connect to the wide waters and uh, to the sun and to the moon. And she being uh, recovered after four years suffer in two weeks with this uh, uh, message. So when did, Attila, when did you first know that you were on this particular path? 
in your in your life when did it happen for you that you knew there was something different about you that you had this ability i think my family much earlier as i was born because i divided to die and they gave me back from the hospital as no one touched me for several months when i was three months old from that time for long months no one touched me i was behind the glass because uh, something poisoned me i had to initiate being initiated and my mom was a seer so she had me on a good way and she saw something is different with this kid and uh, i got some wisdom that i was speaking always as an older man and uh, when i was five i got the initiation of the spirit of the frost then when i was seven i got another initiation as uh, someone was uh, uh, covering me with a very heavy shamanic dress like uh, he next to me uh, very close the same and uh, uh, then uh, the initiations came year to year i can say uh, but i was learning uh, uh, ecology and uh, i was working as photographer and also public i, I published uh, and uh, uh, the world leader scientific organizations published my uh, things uh, i'm not proud about it's i'm just a pipeline <laughs> so but finally it was about uh, seven years ago i gave up everything that uh, that was the way of uh, material success and mm. turned back to the roots to with, with and these experiences were necessary uh, yes. uh, how i lived but i always had the poems the the verses the songs and everything came to me i was very active artist always always mm-hmm. always so not just by carving to i i did a lot of things and i didn't know how the abilities came to me if i did something it was uh, normally successful and right. uh, in, right. in, yeah 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 amazing and, and so you were a, a national geographic photographer so that was. let you travel you know you travel far and wide in order to get those images and uh, it's a fantastic way to explore the world hey you know it was it was like a hook catch me i didn't ask for it i didn't run for it just an ambassador told you would be a bridge uh, builder between two countries. I send you there. And if you love nature, I send you to the jungles. I was in the jungle. I was living there with the native Indians in Darien, in Panama. Then uh, I have been moved to the Arctic, then back in one week to Galapagos to make an article about and uh, photo journalism. Then I moved to different parts of the world. I was living uh, two years uh, in the tundra zone. Mm. And uh, I was living totally naturally in a, in a normal mode, not like a very rich someone who came. Thank you so much, Attila. It's, it's really fascinating to hear from you and, and what you have to share and the, the origins of your of your work and your offering um, and your purpose in life. Thank you so much. uh, What that is and and how you relate that. So thank you very much. Wish you very well on your journey. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening right to the end. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And remember, you can be in touch with myself or this speaker. My website is middleearthmedicine.com. We have a wonderful membership platform that you can join for just £5 a month. And we have lots of recordings and interesting information that we can share with you there, plus meeting online with regular groups. You can also find the details of our speaker in the box below with their links, their websites, and a little bit of information about them. Thank you for joining me and being part of this Middle Earth Medicine community. I hope you'll listen to our next show. Please follow, share, like, whatever you can do to help this community to grow. We really appreciate you. Thank you.